Welcome to The Skill Ranch. This podcast is designed to equip entrepreneurs, professionals, and consultants with skills to impact tomorrow's work environment. Now here's your host, Bilal. Hi everyone, and welcome to The Skill Ranch podcast. Today I'm joined by Julio, who is an award-winning professional, mission-driven entrepreneur and a lifetime learner. He has seven years of experience within management, training, and research environments where he has enabled personal, professional, and business growth. Since 2013, he has trained more than 800 people in marketing, business, and entrepreneurship. He led the launch and management of a top-tier incubation program in Mozambique. Moreover, on the international level, he is recognized as the 100 most influential young African He's the holder of the prestigious Diana Award and won the most outstanding delegate award at the Global Goals Model United Nation. Welcome to the Skill Ranch podcast, Julio. How are you doing today? Hey, Sayed. I'm doing great. Thank you. It's such a huge pleasure to be here with you today. Thank you so much for taking time out for, uh, for us today. And myself and our audience are looking forward to learn your journey of becoming the 100 most influential young African. <laughs> yeah, so funny fact, um, the year was 2018. It was just, we just ending the year and I was looking forward and sort of like setting my intentions for 2019. And one of the things that really stood out to me in that year was that although I was really on the front lines training people almost every day, doing speeches all over around the country and doing business advisory and career uh, counseling, I found that if you are also on those rooms where people in position of power are, you can really kind of like remind them of what people are dealing with and going through in their daily lives. So it's one of the biggest ways that I found that I could amplify my impact. So I decided that, you know, 2019 is going to be a year where I'm going to get the most awards that I can so that I can really just give a voice for people who oftentimes find themselves without a voice. And I remember setting that and being like, whatever award I find on the internet, I'm going to apply it. And I said that to my team and they were like, okay, that's what we're going to do. I won the first one in Malaysia. And I remember watching a YouTube video around house tours because I was renovating my house. And the person was also won that award in the previous year. And I thought, you know what, that's such an interesting award. What will it take for me to win it? I wasn't serious about it. Um, just for everyone knows, she's like a huge influencer in South Africa. She has thousands and thousands of, of uh, followers on social media. She's been like a TV host for so many years. And I'm like, I'm not, not even like in her, you know, in, in her feet yet, you know, like I'm way, way, way uh, far behind. But then it was around July, if I'm not mistaken, my intern told me, hey, you, there is this award. I really think you should apply. I remember looking at it and being like, are you crazy? This award for, uh, for a Mozambican to win? No, no, no. You know what? This award is going to be for South Africans, for Kenyans, um, Nigerians. Maybe they will even give it for like a, a Somalian, you know, or an Ethiopian. And that will be like, a Mozambique will never win. And they told me something that I always used to tell my team is that if you set a goal, there's no excuses, no BS, just do it. 
and they told me that I was like, okay, <laughs> it's my time to, you know, uh, taste my own venom. And we applied. I completely forgot about it. And then few months afterwards, one of my um, co-workers at the incubator program tell me the exact same thing. And my answer was exactly the same. Only when I was going through the questions and I was like, no, I already answered those questions. I already did this. And I told him, you know what, dude, I already applied. Let's forget it. And to be honest, I actually found out that I won the award because one of my friends saw in social media media a flyer with my face saying that i'm one of the hundreds most influential young africans of um, 2019 and top 10 for social business and philanthropy it was huge it took me a while to um realize that but it's a great honor i couldn't be more grateful for such a net opportunity so that's a very inspirational uh, story but what i liked a lot where you started from is that giving a voice to the individuals that are not getting what what they truly want in life so maybe it's like helping on a social cause empowering them motivating them or raising their voices in societies and circle that can give those opportunities so maybe it's your it's your overarching vision that led you to that success and winning on the social cause I suppose that's a great achievement and if all this journey on like this on like award side and also the work that you are doing in like inspiring individuals what one skill, if I were asked you to narrow it down, would be the key that has led to your growth so far? Oh, it's really being able to understand people. Not necessarily read them, but really understand them. I feel like, especially these days, when personal development is going so much and empathy kind of became a buzzword, and we kind of like go, oh yeah, you have to have empathy with your customers. You have to like, empathize with uh, other people's journey. But really doing it, it's been one of the things that again and again allowed me to kind of bring together people that no one will ever think they will come together to work um, on a single, on the same cause. It helped me to really understand clients and partners um, and even my own, um, you know, my, my own beneficiaries of my work to really understand where they're coming from and being able to tailor an offer that actually meets their need. It's not just some, you know, BS that they can read and just go around their days, it's really making change. So I would say definitely understanding people and being able to, you know, put my ego aside and not put my ego before my vision to supporting these people. I, I, I understand what you're uh, trying to make a point around empathy. Uh, some people you feel are kind of marketing empathy, but the real message of empathy or emotional intelligence is only true when you are understanding from where that person is coming from and the background they are in like yeah in most cases people um try to see the other person's point of view while still standing in their own shoes right like if i am to wear your shoes i have to take my own shoes first and that's one of the hardest things to do because oftentimes we try to really put other people's shoes wearing our own right so it's like what will i do if i were you and that's not the question it's if really being you what will you do right so more way more about you than it is about me when you're talking about empathy and that is why like when you talk about empathy you're talking about going into other people's view other people's shoes other people's background and then you understand and that kind of relates internally to us that it's our attitude towards other that will define how we react to them. And that's the attitude when we interact with others. 
but we also have to have a positive attitude and that will lead to our success so what part on a personal development side on your personal growth you feel having a positive attitude or a good attitude towards the things that you see in the environment you see as opportunities around you has helped you reach where you are at the moment mm, there's so many layers in that question i guess it starts by most people they are in any abusive relationship with themselves and they don't even know I mean, if you stop to think, we tend to speak to ourselves in ways that we will never speak even to our worst hater, right? But we often call ourselves stupid, dumb, what do you think you were doing? Um, do you really think people will care about what you have to say? Uh, what were you thinking? You're crazy. You are worthless. We are constantly thinking those thoughts about ourselves and even sometimes saying it out loud um, without even realizing So I'll say that the first thing, if you really want to have a genuine positive attitude, is start by having that attitude towards yourself, right? I'm not saying that um, you should overlook your flaws, but being honest about them and understanding that they didn't just come to be flaws because you just decided to have them, right? Everything that you are right now is really what allowed you to survive till this point, right? You didn't go ahead and became, let's say, introvert or... Um, someone who have like a, a hot temper or whatever label you don't appreciate about yourself. Those are things that you have to build in order to survive. But the key point here is that if you keep holding on into everything that you are right now, those are the things that might be blocking you to reach into the next level. So focus on having a positive relationship with yourself first, and then you'll be able to genuinely have a positive attitude towards life. And you won't be one of those people that on the outside, they're amazing. Um, they seem to be always happy, always on top of their game. And then you just found out that either they committed suicide or they tried to do it or they're really fighting a severe depression, right? So really trying to um, come across as being positive, but from a place of um, being real and honest, especially with yourself and then with others. Remember, you cannot give what you don't have. Yeah, like we need to develop ourselves and only then we can add value to you. Uh, there were two thoughts here. I will come to the initial one. What we should do, like when we are taking steps on our growth, we should try to reflect on ourselves. Okay, I worked on this particular skill for a week where I am now. And take the example of public speaking. Uh, I feel this is one of the skills that many individuals fear of. But that is very successful individual speak and then you compare yourself and say, oh, that person is so natural. That person can easily speak to an audience of around a million people. But they didn't reach there the very first time. They took a journey of 20 years, 25 years, and then you are reaching to that point. So it is like taking baby steps. It might start just by observation. You look at successful people, how they speak, then you try speaking in front of the mirror, then you go and speak and like give like speeches within your friends, family, and then you will reach out day by day and improve. But if on day one we compare ourselves to that person, then we would be demoralized. We might not even take that task at the end of the day. So it is to follow through a journey and then reflect on each step so that you know how far have you come from where you started. Yeah, 100%. I found that a lot of the times we end up comparing 
um, quote unquote finished products with um, where we are right now, right? Like you see a Beyonce, Rihanna, um, Jay-Z, whatever famous pe people you are following, right? And you're thinking, oh my God, they're so far ahead. But guess what? They are on like the step 100 of their journey. You are in your step 50, right? Allow yourself time to grow. That's one. And two, uh, guys, you probably listened to this podcast. You'll hear my voice and think that, oh, it's so natural to Julio. At a core, I am super, super introverted and shy. Like, if I could live my life without, like, interacting with people, I'll be happy doing that. Um, it's something that you have to develop. And I guess what most people are doing wrong is that they're trying to, you know, you are being an introvert. If you're trying to mimic what an extrovert does in a regular basis, you'll feel depleted. Right, so the best way for you to kind of embrace the identity you're looking to embrace is by harnessing your own skills. For instance, in my case, as an introvert, I'm very good at listening, right? So I, I usually focus on that. I'm very good at asking questions that allow the person to keep talking so that I have time to breathe and kind of to process what I'm, um, I'm getting, right? So working on my strengths really allowed me to develop new strengths. Even when I go to do public speaking, um, I joke with my colleagues that now for me to speak to 200 people, to 2,000 people, to 20 people, it's pretty much almost the same. Uh, of course, there are different um, dynamics that I use, but still the energy is the same. Like I, I don't freeze with those numbers anymore, but it was a process. And uh, something that I do that really shortened my, my learning curve was reflection. Because we live in such a fast-paced life, we oftentimes don't allow ourselves time to reflect, right? To really think through on, you know, how things are going, if we are on the right track, how are we feeling doing those things that we are doing? And we're just in like automatic pilot and whatever comes, whatever it is, right? So really make your best to allocate a few times, a few minutes. Um, you can start by doing that 15 minutes. You just really reflect on your day, like deep reflect. Don't just go like, oh, their person was a jerk. Why did you do that? Go deep and ask yourself, like, why are you feeling angry in the first place? You know, why are you getting triggered by all of those things that are happening? Really asking you and asking, especially because it's you, 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 you can only control yourself, right? So ask, why are you feeling the way you're feeling? Why are you doing the, way, the things that you're doing? Um, what are you trying to achieve? Really focus on yourself. That's the best thing you can do, not only for yourself, but for other people, because they'll be getting a better version of you as well. Yes, and relating to introvert and extrovert story, I hear that example a lot. So one half of my life was more introverted and I would also term introvert more as a good listener. So I was extremely good in listening uh, and that helped me to observe, that helped me to learn the information because if you go and sit with senior mentors, with senior individual and we start speaking, they will acknowledge if you're speaking something relevant something that is bringing value to them. But at the end of the day, if we sit with experienced individual and we listen, we will learn a lot. And similarly, on the other side, the if we go on the extrovert side in public speaking, so those are kind people mix a bit. What I personally feel, because um, I'm, I'm also an introvert, but if you will ask me to go out and speak in front of the class, I would like that. I usually take projects where I do have to do an, uh, a presentation at the end of the day. Although public speaking is different, 
but I feel it is also kind of related to introvert person because you are on the stage, you are speaking to 20, 200 or 2000 people. It is not that at, at one time you are directly interacting with all of them in a group setting. So I feel that introverted mindset or introvert personality rather helps you more uh, in the public speaking stage where you are sit, uh, standing on the stage and delivering a keynote. Uh, and that is how I feel maybe that is where from the introverted side, we do get that uh, energy coming and help us to be successful in that particular uh, role. But before, yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess the yes. point is, as you mentioned, to really focus on your strengths and work from there, right? And something that completely blew my mind because I used to do that um, super unconsciously is that our identity is not fixed. And nowadays, <laughs> psychologists, even psychiatrists are trying to acknowledge that all those kind of like personality tests, they're like looking for horoscopes for answers. And they, and psychologists don't believe in horoscopes more of the time, right? So you having all of those labels and assuming that you, you know, or allowing them to put you into the box, into a box, you're just limiting yourself. So try to see all those personality tests or labels as a snapshot of where you are right now but never as a limitation um, on who you can become. Like I remember when I was um, reading horoscopes about Libra, I'm, I'm a Libra, and they often say that Libras are very indecisive, right? We don't know what we want. We kind of like juggle around and everything is like uh, an overthinking process. And I, I was reflecting on myself. I was like, yeah, I can be very, very indecisive. So I decided, you know what, for the next week, I'm going to decide the first thing that comes in my mind. If I find myself in trouble, that's fine. At least I made a decision. I made it so constantly that eventually, I, and now especially, I can make decisions really easy without overthinking, right? Just having that courage to build an identity that you want for yourself will really allow you to level up in your life. So focus on that. And you also, if you like, go to see stories like for Beyonce, for instance, she will use be very, very, very scared of um, public speaking or at least being on stage and really doing those amazing performances. And she created an alter ego, such a fears to allow her to be that fearless person in stages, right? So you can always create an alter ego um, to kind of like be able to do the things that you cannot, right? And an easy way to do that is you can associate um, an object, um, an outfit, um, a song to that alter ego. Right, so for the longest time when I used to deliver trainings for people, I will listen to um, You Can't Hold Us by Michael Moore. You know, it was a song that I just, I don't know why, but it just make me feel um, fun and outgoing and then I can do this. And I will immediately shift into this personality that is able to handle doing trainings for 40 people and they are corporate and I'm not corporate yet. So it will really allow me to send in my power. So you can use all those small little tricks as a reminder that you can always step into the identity that you want to step into. Yep, you are relating it more towards attitude uh, at the moment and that uh, we all have like certain things that adds confidence to us, that add us to be more courageous in taking those actions and that can make us uh, move more closer to the dream. But coming to a point that you made uh, earlier on, that we see like certain individuals that we never knew and they committed suicide or you certainly saw that they are extremely disturbed yeah. and it also relates to the attitude somehow in a way that what we are going through 
uh, if we are unable to solve those problems or if we have so many negative thoughts coming into our mind or if we have heard to a lot of criticism there might be help uh, that we have to seek we might need to sit with a coach with a therapist depending on the situation and gain that kind of confidence level gain that kind of a support that will help us overcome them so developing a positive attitude within ourselves is the first step but then the second step to, is to take that attitude take to the larger public and help them become inspired motivated and let them take on their journey and and be the person they are destined to be so how in your life experience have you gone out to individuals and made them become more positive about themselves think more positively of of their society of the environment they are in well the first thing really ties back with empathy is the fact that a lot of the time if if you are listening to this podcast if you're struggling with whatever area in your life it's so easy to feel like you are an outcast or you are facing a problem that no one in the world is facing as well and truth is for most cases whatever you're going through there is someone out there who went through the same thing and survived and actually maybe even thrived with the with the same uh, challenge or issue so just by making sure that um the other person understand that they're not alone it's a huge 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 point that's one and two being able to acknowledge that some challenges i will never be able to relate right like I, as a man i can i will never be able to fully understand and relate to postpartum depression right? even if i try my best physically i cannot do that right but i can still show that if it is a woman right if show to the woman that other women been to that same problem and they actually thrive it and manage to have a great relationship with their kids and be available to listen right that's the number one and two i believe that especially you know since uh, the secret and love of attraction is kind of been publicized people are so afraid of having negative emotions they're like oh my god i cannot think a bad thought because they will block my manifestation or whatever thing is as human beings it's a hundred percent okay to feel every single emotions like everyone has negative thoughts once in a while it's like it's normal it's part of who you are the main thing here is understanding that you don't have to act upon your emotions right so you can feel sad you, you are allowed to feel angry disappointed um frustrated revolted but how you're going to express that emotion is completely up to you that's how you see a lot of singers doing beautiful songs out of uh breakups right they really went to really dark moments but they're able to express that negative feeling into a positive way so allow yourself to feel those things but remember if you don't like what you're feeling you can really just imagine as you are a channel right something comes in and comes out the same thing goes with emotions so allow yourself to be sad and once you're done being sad you can literally command and say you know what sadness i had fun with you it was a maiden crying all day now it's time for you to go i'm ready for new things right and really actively pursue those new things so yeah it's okay you shouldn't feel um guilty or ashamed by having negative thoughts and negative emotions just don't allow those things to take real state in your mind and real state in your life it's your life so you get to decide who stays and who goes um who goes on yes and that is why it's very important uh, on another aspect i see if you keep the emotions within your mind and you don't let them out in small small smokes uh, 
then it won't be a small smoke coming out after a year, after two years, it will be a volcano that will just erupt. And then it might be very disastrous for anybody that you are going, that is around you as well. So it is good to have emotions. That is how naturally we should feel. And, and everybody has a different reaction. It might be a long walk for someone. It might be a good early sleep for another person. So see how you can overcome your emotions. And it is only you that will define what that reaction would be to overcome that negative emotion that is affecting you at the end of the day. And to your earlier point, I feel that social media or the life that is happening at the moment, uh, to what extent we are honest to the general public also creates a problem. Like if everybody around us knows that this is Bilal's honest self, then I don't have to mimic myself out in the public. The personality that I have internally, it is the personality that is everywhere outside as well. And that keeps me in a normal mindset where I don't have to behave differently or I have to interact in a different fashion compared to my natural self. And whenever we go against our natural norms, then we need to adapt day by day. Only then you can change yourself. And in some aspects, we are who we are and that we can't change. We just need to accept, adapt and see how we can utilize that personality structure to bring the change within ourselves and the society around us. And that leads... Yeah, 100%. And that leads my point towards, uh, like, I know we talked about attitude, mindset, self-talk, empathy. So what actionable insights or actionable steps would you like to share with the audience to overcome their negative emotion, overcome their problems, and be the person that they wish to see themselves in the future? Mm, that's great. So since you're talking about social media as well, I guess my challenge to everyone listening to this uh, podcast is instead of looking at the social media, just a way for you to consume content, like random content, tailor your social media to reflect a life that you want to live. Like literally, I, used, I do that all the time. So uh, every three months or so, I go to my Instagram and I check everyone who I'm following and oftentimes it's like for the next quarter i'm focusing on my health so i'll be probably following more people who are sharing health dieting health exercising to really put me in the mood because i'm already with the habit of going to instagram and scrolling right so make sure that your social media is kind of like a mood board for not where you are right now but where you want to be in the future and you are constantly feeding yourself um, out of positive and nurturing content as well. You can do that on every social media, really. You can do it in uh, Instagram, uh, Facebook, Twitter. Really follow people who are maybe just a few steps ahead of you and people who are, of course, living the dream life of, like, of your entire heart. That's your dream. Follow them both because you, in that way, you have someone that you can relate and you can say, you know what, I now that guy was me two years ago. Look where he is now, right? To give that extra motivation, but really have people that kind of stretch your mind about what is possible to achieve. And if you do that, um, I promise in the next 30 days, you will start feeling different. You will start noticing that your habits are starting to change because you just get fed with so much uh, nutrient content. And just to sum up, we are uh, the average of the five people that we really meet, uh, meet in person. But uh, we spend a lot of time on social media. I, 
highly like your advice that uh, that we should have people ahead of us and in and in a in a step by or like we shouldn't have somebody who is 25 years ahead of us we should have people who are 2 years 5 year 10 15 20 so you yeah. you, you kind of see the flow okay this is the journey that they took and then we should have people on the other hand who are not uh, at the level we are and the, and we can do two things for them the first is on our personal self we can reflect to see how far we are and be grateful and have gratitude and on the other hand that this person is also trying to do what i am doing why not i go out and help them uh, in their journey help them make successful and and when we help somebody in turn we are just learning gaining experience what we know we become more confident on our knowledge on the information that we have and this way like yeah. this advice was exceptional julio and and I, i i like it and i hope the audience would also follow it through but if you want to follow this track there's one more thing that came to my mind that who we want to be in the next 20 years is what we need to see to have a vision i mean if we are started following 15 people in 15 different career path uh, then we would be all over the place <laughs> well and some people do want to be all over the place that's a fact like for instance um when people often ask me where do you see yourself in 5 years often time they're looking for like a straight answer right and i often go and tell them a completely crazy story of all the things that i wanted to do and they go like Julie you're only one person I'm like yeah but I have a team I have friends you know and we have 24 hours a day I can allocate one hour to each thing it really depends on how much of myself I want to uh, invest on whatever I'm trying to do right so yeah if if uh, as a listener you really resonate with having three jobs four jobs all the of them part time go ahead and do that right you can be a corporate um in 9 to 5 and be a stripper at night because you really love to dance <laughs> that's just an example <laughs> right but allow yourself to be the creator and the artist of your life your life is the masterpiece and you are the master creator make sure that you assume in the role the wonderful thought julio and uh, i really enjoyed talking to you and learning more about how we can develop positive attitude be more empathetic with people around us and on that note i would like to ask something more personal about yourself so the audience know more about you what is a fun fact about julio or a super power that julio has that has helped him so far well there are two answers for those two questions so the first one is you will laugh if you see me in a restaurant by myself because i'll be <laughs> shamelessly talking to myself I have full conversations full arguments with myself around what I'm trying to achieve and what I'm trying to do and how my day went. I'm just shameless reflecting in public. <laughs> so you might be laughing at me. Often times I wear um AirPods or so that people can like think that I'm having a call, but I'm, the call is really with myself. That's one. And in terms of superpower, I guess one of the things that I really became good at is creating is actually manipulating spaces so i can really make you feel comfortable in a session with me or if i really want you to break through through pressure i can really make you feel uncomfortable and i found that not everyone has the groundness and the skills to really be able to do that and don't feel bad about it because if you want to break through yes you need 
calm, safe space, but you also need uh, pressure and challenging um, environments to do so. Thank you so much for sharing those personal thoughts, Julio. And it was a pleasure having you today. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, and for our audience, if you would like to get in touch with me or Julio, the details are below. And looking forward to having other guests on my podcast. And if you would like to have Julio as a speaker, trainer, or a motivational coach, feel free to reach out to him. And I'm sure he can add great value to you. Thank you so much, Julio. So thank you, everyone. And I'm looking forward to having you all on the next episode of Skill Ranch Podcast.